Welcome to Comedians with Ghost Stories. I'm your host, writer and comedian, Emily Winter. And I have something exciting to talk about before the podcast starts. This week, I'm headed to New York to do a bunch of comedy shows, go to a very dear friend's wedding, go to my nephew's birthday party, and very importantly... I am throwing One Liner Madness in Brooklyn. Um, One Liner Madness is my favorite comedy show. I am very lucky to be able to do it in many different cities, and I was born in New York. It's happening at the Bell House on Thursday, March 23rd, and all proceeds go to Shelter Chic Animal Rescue, which is where I got my last Pitbull bingo. And the, the animal rescue kind of takes all sort of unwanted animals and finds a foster for them and does foster to adoption. They're a really wonderful organization, and I'm just so excited to be raising money for them. I really hope that we can sell some tickets and sell out this amazing event with 64 comics going head-to-head in like a single elimination joke tournament. It's super fast-paced. It's super fun. I love hosting it. It's crazy. It's wild. The Bell House is an incredibly beautiful venue in Gowanus, Brooklyn. It's pretty easy to get to. It's in a cool neighborhood. So if you live in the New York area or you know anyone who lives in the New York area, please tell them about One Liner Madness Thursday, March 23rd at the Bell House at 8 o'clock and get a ticket in advance because it makes me feel less crazy to know that we've sold tickets. Uh, ahead of time. And I think you save like 30 cents by buying them on Eventbrite rather than doing it at the door. Um, So the Bell House has its website. It'll link you to Eventbrite. Please, please buy tickets and go to the show and tell me that you went. I will be so happy. And let's raise a bunch of money for the animals. Um, Okay. And also, I love this episode. Uh, Please enjoy it. Today on the podcast, I am super excited to have storyteller Rich Tackenberg. Rich, thank you so much for doing the pod. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So yeah, yes. so tell me about your creepy sure. story. So this is this was like 2014, 2015. Um, my wife had heard about a psychic in the Los Angeles area that was supposed to be very good and asked me if I wanted to go with her. Should we just go check it out? Um, now, the context that you don't know is that I do not believe in this stuff at all like Mm -hmm. absolute zero i'm not the kind of person who has to tell you that all of this stuff is like fake and it's stupid and like figure out how it's done but i definitely would judge people who were like oh i definitely think it's real like to me it's just it's just nonsense okay but by the time but here's the thing so by the time that my wife asked who's been an amazingly great influence on me what i've noticed is that people who do believe in like otherworldly things they definitely seem more like calm and like open to the world and like kind of like better people than like (laughs) cynical like really grumpy like you know just just closed off people like myself so it's like I actually would like to believe in that stuff yeah because I think like it would just make me sort of more open and free and just like calm and and kind of just like let go of like having everything to have to be so tight so like I actually was like I'm interested because I would love like a little proof because I still need, I'm still a cynic at heart. I need some kind of proof. So I was like, but maybe this person will be it. So I say yes under, you know, whatever. So we go to her house and she okay. has cleared out all of the furniture in her living room. So it's just thick 70s, 80s shag carpeting and about 12 chairs, uh, folding chairs in a circle. Her name is Pat. She's a much older woman, very mm-hmm. short. 
And uh, and it does seem like a number of the people there have been there before. A few have notebooks, which I did not have. Yeah. Okay. So this is like, it's like a group session, basically. Yes. She's going to, yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. There's like a 12 of us. So it's mm-hmm. a, and it's like a pre-planned thing. We, we get in, we were invited, we're able to go. And so uh, she explains to us that she is going to connect with her guides and her guides are going to talk through her to everybody in the room, which, okay, makes sense. And so like, but it starts and it's kind of random. She's kind of holding her hands up with her palms to the sky in, in the room. And like the first piece of advice she gives to a, like a, one of the, the younger women in the room, she says, there's someone in your life who's going to uh, do bad things to you in the next month. So be careful. Oh my God. And, and it's like, and the woman's like, oh my God, like, thank you. And of course, in the cynic, I'm like, well, everybody's got somebody in their life who's going to do something bad. So to me, it's like, but I'm, but I'm noticing how happy the woman is. And I, as, as Pat goes around getting advice from the gods, it's all of this, like, she says to this one guy, like, you have to be careful with your money. And he's like, oh my God. And he's like, okay, yes, yes. And they're talking about it. And I'm just like, really? This is what we're here for? So like, and it gets vague. to the point. Yeah, very vague. And it, it, But here's a specific one. She says to this one woman was like, she seemed to have a cold or something. She says, one of my guides is telling you to stop drinking orange juice because you wouldn't know it, but orange juice creates phlegm. And I'm like, is this a guide? Is this Wikipedia? I don't right. really know what's going on. Like, maybe that's not bad advice, but but interesting. But again, the woman was like, oh my God, that's it. Orange juice is out. Like, like the woman who heard it was just like, oh, this is great. Right. Okay. So at one point she looked at me and she says, one of my guides was a race car driver. And he's telling me there's a problem with your car. Okay. And I'm like, Okay, sure. Okay. And I'm sort of dismissive. Now, by the way, my car is not there. I don't, I did not, my car is not there. And so, but I'm like, okay, again, I'm, of course, there's going to be a problem with my car. But she can tell that I'm not one of the people lapping it up. And Mm -hmm. she locks on me. She's like, no, listen to me. He's telling me that there's a problem with one of your wheels. He's saying it's actually above the wheel, but it's your left, your driver's side front wheel. There's a problem with one of with the wheel, and if you don't take it care of, it could end really badly. Okay, so now we're getting very specific, which I like. Yeah, exactly, and that to me, and no one, no one else got specific advice that day. It was just me, which is sort of terrifying that my wheel is going to, you know, come off the car, but. I was so excited because I was like, well, I can have this inspected. Like there is a binary answer to this, which I am now going to do. So what did they tell your wife or what did she tell your wife? Just out of curiosity. Nothing exciting, nothing exciting at all. Very vague. I don't, we don't even remember because it was so vague. It was all, I was the, of 12 people, I was the only one who got like, Super specific advice. Yeah. Cause like watch your money is very horoscope. It's very unimpressive. Yeah. And we even went up afterwards because she, by the way, she seemed very nice. We went up to her like after the session and she was talking to people and just like engaging with her. Like, really? Is it really that specific? And she was all in. She was like, no, 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 there's a problem. Like you need to get this taken care of, which was like, okay. And like, just like her velocity of like, of like being sure about it made me think like, oh, I think maybe there's a problem with my car, which makes no sense. So 
I said, like, so like a week later, I go to Volkswagen here in the Valley and I go to the dealership and I set up like an oil change and I ask for a whole inspection. I do not tell them specifically about the wheel because I don't know how psychics work, but I know how mechanics work. And if I tell them there might be a problem with the wheel, I'm going to manifest a $500 repair. So I just <laughs> like, I don't say anything. Yeah. So they take the car. And they do call me and there's a problem. And I'm like, what? And it's like, no, it's not the wheel at all. There's like a suspension issue. It's not a big deal. They're going to fix it. So, okay. All right. I guess they don't say anything about the wheel, anything wheel related. I guess whatever. But I'm still going to ask. So I get to the dealership at the end of the day because at the end of my work day, it's like five o'clock. And the the service center of the dealership is like really crowded. There's like like eight or nine people who are getting their cars picked up before they close. And there's only one young woman working there who's mm -hmm. handling everybody. So I have to wait a couple of people. She seems very nice. And I get to the front uh, and, and ask about my car. And she says, oh, yeah, we had to fix your the, the sway bar uh, had to be replaced and so but I asked her I'm like well what I you know what is it and even though she's busy she takes a minute she says oh it's it's part of the suspension it's a bar that runs underneath your car it actually keeps like when you're turning it keeps the car because it was an SUV from like potentially tipping over or something and and the, one of the connect the connectors where it connects to the car was cracked. And it, if you actually had kept driving a lot longer, eventually it just would have broken off while you were driving, which could have been very, very dangerous. And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, but where does the sway bar connect to the car? Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, I'm not a mechanic. I'm not like, I don't want to say, but like, I'm pretty sure it, like it connects at the, at either end of the front two wheels of the car. Nice. And I'm like, nice. Oh, okay. So I asked the natural question. I said, hey, the crack on the sway bar, which was at the driver's side or the passenger side wheel? And she's like, oh, I, I don't know. Once it's, we just have to replace the whole bar. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, can you ask? Right. And it she, does to me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So she's like, so she, and she sees the line. And so she calls, I hear her on the phone. I hear her talking on the phone. She hangs up. She says, I talked to the mechanic. He doesn't remember. It was hours ago. It's not something that matters. Once they see the crack, they take it off. So, I mean, unless you wanted us to take it out of the garbage, there's really no way that we can find out. So, you know, debit or credit. And I have that, <laughs> that moment of like, well, I now know there was a problem at one of the wheels. Right. But am I the guy who's going to like ask someone to pick through the garbage just to see if I could get a little more information? To see if and the psychics, right? I absolutely was. <laughs> I was like, I have to do that. And I and I said, it's really important to me. Can you find out, you know, what, you know, which, which can you ask him to, to find it? And she looks at me like, F you. And I'm like, and I know she's not going to do it. I'm like, well, I'm going all in. And so I like, I try to lean in because there's a lot of people around. I'm like, look. I'm only asking because I was told that there was a problem with my car by a psychic <laughs> and I need to know how accurate it was. And she looks at me and she goes, sir, that is amazing. I'm going to go back myself and ask him to find it. And she runs out of the room and I'm like, oh, and oh I know gosh. that I can't believe she totally turned. I love this. Totally turned. She was so excited. We should be told her face lit up everything. She was super excited. 
So she runs out. And now, meanwhile, I no one knows what's going on, but everyone's just like, what the fuck? And it's like, I'm like, I'm so, I'm really excited to find out. But like, it, weirdly, it's like, I'm so in that, like, oh, I'm in that calm kind of fun, open, I want it to be true. I think it's going to be true. Like I'm in that space that I always wanted to be if I was a believer, but I don't yeah. actually know yet. So yeah. it was that weird, like, so wait a minute, do I actually need the proof to feel like I, I'm open to believing or is it just wanting to believe that's believing? Like it's a very weird feeling. Right, you're like, yes, like, like, yeah. Is it the process or is it the destination sort of thing? Right, exactly, exactly. And like, what happens if it's now not that wheel? Like, what does that mean? Because I almost don't want to know now because it's like, oh, it's kind of a nice feeling. So she comes back in and she's definitely like the excitement is gone. And she says, I have bad news. She said, and I, we did find the sway bar, but the mechanic corrected me when we, as I was telling him a little bit about what's going on the sway bar doesn't connect at the wheel as I thought it did. I was wrong. I said, okay. She says, yeah, it connects above the wheel. Oh, exactly where the psychic said. So she said, exactly. And she said, it was cracked above your driver's side wheel. Get out. I love it. Did you tell her? You told her that I, I leaned, I said, and I said, look, and I tell her about Pat and I tell her about the race car driver and at 5.30 on a Tuesday night in the Volkswagen waiting room, we are hugging because oh. she's so excited. And she's asking me about Pat and I'm having like it. And that was it. I got in my car and I drove away and I was like, I'm such a cynic that I still don't know that I just believe in like ghosts and ESP and all that stuff. But I'm now allowing for the possibility that there is a dead race car driver that is either looking out for me or looking out for my car. And at least that level of belief makes me feel a lot better. Oh my gosh. That is so wonderful. How long ago did this happen? 2015, I think. Okay. Do you feel like um, you still sort of are in the space where you're like, I'm a maybe. I'm a solid maybe. I'm a solid maybe. I'm a definitely like it, it, as soon as the instinct comes up to be like that specific thing. If I'm watching a TV show or someone telling me a story where I used to be like that's BS, yeah. that didn't happen. Now I'm like that probably didn't happen, but maybe it did, and I want it to be true. That's the difference now. It's like I'm the weird. I tend to not believe, but still like, but want to be wrong. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Um, have you been to a psychic since? So we went back to Pat, but it turned out that Pat wasn't feeling well. Now this was a couple of weeks later. We decided, cause it was a pain to go. So we went, we went to go see her and actually she wasn't doing it. There was someone else and it was very fine, but we went up and said, Hey, where's Pat? And they said, Oh, Pat's not feeling well. And it turns out Pat has not been doing readings since then. Oh no, you got one of the last Pat Pat saved your life before she stopped. Yes. That's amazing. So I never got to tell her because I just wanted to tell her like you were right. And even though I know she was gonna go, yeah, I know I was right. Like I don't need, but I right. still wanted to tell her and just talk to her about it. But we never we never got to see her again. Oh my gosh. I have one other question about what Pat t- so as 
also an owner of a Volkswagen SUV. Did, did the did the dead race car driver have anything to say about Volkswagens or just like nope? No, okay, just all right. Check your check. if you have a Tiguan, <laughs> check the sway that's bar. What I have. That was a, yes, that's what I had a Volkswagen Tiguan. It was the it was the sway bar in the front of the car. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. Wow. Um, I also don't really, I have trouble with the psychics because I know so many comedians that have been psychics um, just because they're charismatic um, and mm-hmm. ha- were hired as psychics. So I have a little bit of trouble believing in yes. them. But recently my dog passed away and my husband and I were so inconsolable that we walked down. I'm in the Valley too. So we walked down Ventura and you know that psychic eye place? On, yes, I, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like we, I've never gone to a psychic ever in my life. And I just walked, we just walked in and we were just crying. And this, um, this sort of mean French psychic, um, took us in and gave us a reading and he was kind of roasting us the whole time. So like, I left feeling kind of like mad and like, but totally distracted. So I'm like, Oh, maybe I do love psychics because I was like, I'm so sad. And the psychic is roasting us, but he also did like have some very sweet, I don't know. He did like a card reading and I don't, it's again, I just want to believe it. Like this one card popped out and he was like, Oh, your dead dog. Thanks you for nurturing her. And I'm like, yeah, you know? So I'm like, I'm never not going to believe that. Um, right. right. But also, well, here's what's crazy because I didn't think about this. This is a weird thing for me to say to you. If you need, I have a good pet psychic I can recommend to you. You do? Okay. I do. I forgot because someone at my work had used a pet psychic and then she's just like, whether you believe it or not, it was really great, really fun. And she told me a story that was like, really like, oh, that's really weird. Like that it didn't seem like a cold reading or something. And so I got that for a session from my wife for Christmas and we did it and it was really fun. And it was definitely like, like, I don't know if this is true or not, but I wanted to believe him enough that I think about like what she said about her dog, Pete, as if it's true, even though the logical part of me is like, it's kind of random, but I'm still operating like it actually happened. Can I ask what she said that felt pretty like true to you? Um, It was around the idea of getting a cat. Like mm-hmm. it was an idea that we had just discussed, should we get a cat? And she was talking about how Pete likes the idea of maybe a cat in his life. And it was a weird, like we had just talked about it like a week earlier. And it was like, well, that's very strange. And so we started asking. So now to me, when we d- debate whether or not to get a cat, I'm like, well, I know what Pete thinks, even though there's a big part of my brain that's like, Oh no, that might just be ridiculous. But the fact that she even knew to key in on that was was uh, just it felt like it felt right. Well, and also because so many dogs hate cats. Yes. Um, that yes. I feel like if you are just going for like the lowest common denominator, that's kind of a risky move, you know. Like for yep. a, like it, it's not the equivalent of hey, watch your money, which like everyone needs to do all the exactly. time. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, and at one point we had asked, because he's now an older dog, like, oh, does he miss taking walks outside? And she was like, no. And I was like, oh, you know my dog, because that's, anyone else would probably say yes. And we, like, he never liked going outside, but we didn't tell her that. So it felt very, it felt on point. That's so wonderful. I would love this information. I'm going to be the star of my own episode soon, it sounds like. Uh, Yeah. Um, That is, that's amazing. Cool. Wow. Well, I'm going to go to a pet psychic. This is great. There you go. There you go. She's great. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Do you have anything else that we want to discuss before? I mean, do you feel like, I don't know, did this experience, like, I guess you're more of a believer now, but like, did it make you feel more religious in any way? Or is that still where it was 
No, I, I mean, I a friend of mine just said this, and I, I don't know where he got it from. Like, I'm not, I'm, I was uh, grew up Catholic, but like, I feel like I was born atheist, and I converted to Catholicism at five years old to make my parents happy. That's so hilarious. it never, it never actually meant anything to me. So even, even all of that, it's like I still, I still kind of go, eh, I don't know, but I, I more today see people who believe and go, oh, I love the peace and calm that it brings them than me thinking, yes. oh, you seem like a fool for believing in something that's not provable. Yes. So I think I'm definitely, I feel like I'm right at the line. I'm I'm like leaning over the line of believing in, in something bigger and unseen. Like I just need one more experience to just push me over, but I'm, I'm, I'm literally there. Well, you should go see Olivier at Psychic Eye because he's mean and he's grumpy. <laughs> and I feel like this just fits in perfectly. That's if perfect. If there's somebody that's going to get you to believe, you want it to be a curmudgeon, you know? Yes, um, exactly. Yes. Wonderful. Well, Rich, uh, tell people what's going on in your life and where they can find you online or plug anything you would like to plug. Sure. If you're in the LA area, I do a lot of storytelling. I'm at the Moth, Los Lobos all the time and shows like Risk and, and a lot of the indie shows, which have podcasts, which I've been on. Other than that, I'm never online. So I'm, I'm, I'm an I'm, I'm an old man just screaming at other people in real life, not at, not online. Oh, good for you. Bless your heart. Yes. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this podcast. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you for listening to Comedians with Ghost Stories. Please, if you're in the New York area, go to thebellhouseny.com to grab a ticket for One Liner Madness, and I hope to see you Thursday, March 23rd. Thanks so much.